Section 38 of The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by George Diaz of Spring Hill, Florida. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. The Twelfth Night of the Month When it was eventide, the king summoned the minister and bade him tell the promised tale. He replied, Hearing and obeying, give ear, O glorious king, to the tale of the three men and our lord Isa. Three men once went out questing treasure and came upon a nugget of gold, weighing fifty mons. When they saw it, they took it upon their shoulders and carried it till they drew near a certain city. When one of them said, let us sit in the cathedral mosque, whilst one of us shall go and buy us what we may eat. So they sat down in the mosque, and one of them arose and entered the city. When he came therein, his soul prompted him to false his two fellows and get the gold to himself alone. Accordingly, he bought food and poisoned it. But when he returned to his comrades, they sprang upon him and slew him, in order that they might enjoy the gold without him. Then they ate of the poisoned food and died, and the gold lay cast down over against them. Presently, Isa bin Mariam, on whom be the peace, passed by, and seeing this, besought Allah Almighty for tidings of their case. So he told him what had betided them, whereat great was his surprise, and he related to his disciples what he had seen. Quoth one of them, O Spirit of Allah, not resembleth this but my own adventure? Quoth Isa, How so? And the other began to tell. The Disciples' Story once I was in such a city, where I hid a thousand dirhams in a monastery. After a while, I went thither, and taking the money, bound it about my waist. Then I set out to return, and when I came to the Sahara waste, the carrying of the money was heavy upon me. Presently, I espied a horseman pushing on after me. So I waited till he came up, and said to him, O rider, carry this money for me, and earn reward and recompense in heaven. Said he, No, I will not do it for I should tire myself and tire out my horse. Then he went on, but before he had gone far, he said in his mind, And I take up the money, and put my steed to speed, and devance him. How shall he overtake me? And I also said in my mind, Verily I erred, for had he taken the money and made off, what could I have done? Then he turned back to me and cried to me, Hand over the money, that I may carry it for thee. But I replied to him, that which hath occurred to thy mind hath occurred to mine also, so go thou, and go safe. Quoth Isa, on whom be the peace. Had these done prudently, they had taken thought for themselves, but they unheeded the issues of events, for that whoso acteth cautiously is safe and winneth his wish, and whoso neglecteth precaution is lost and repenteth. Nor, continued the wazir, is this stranger or rarer than the story of the king, whose kingdom was restored to him and his wealth, after he had become poor, possessing not a single duram. When the king heard this, he said in himself, How like is this to my own story in the matter of the minister and his slaughter? Had I not used deliberation, I had done him dead. And he bade al-Rawan high to his own house. End of section 38 Recording by George Diaz of Spring Hill, Florida